Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. The Links and Locks Podcast. Podcast. Better than most. Better than most. Better than most. Winner, winner, chicken dinner! You got real talent. Don't concentrate on golf. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the Links and Locks podcast. I'm Jason Sobel from the Action Network. He has been Everell from Golf Bet, and we are here to break down all the group bets and all the weekend plays for this week's WGC Dell Technologies match play. Perhaps the last ever match play on the PGA Tour schedule, but it should be a good one. Maybe some reason to be a little bit chalkier this week than we have seen in the past. We'll get into that in just a minute, plus quick review of the Valspar Championship. I know Benny's very proud of a certain fade that he played on the pod last week. That in just a second, but first... A reminder, the Links and Locks podcast is proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer in New Jersey and Colorado. Bet $1 on any game. Get $200 for free at the Valspar Championship this past weekend. Taylor Moore, perhaps a surprising winner, even surprising mid-round because... Adam Shank was right there. Tommy Fleetwood was right there. And Jordan Spieth was right there. He's a guy that I mentioned on the podcast last week as my favorite play on the board. Benny said to fade him. I don't know, Ben. I guess since he didn't win, you were right and I was wrong. <laughs> 100% mate. I mean, I told you guys he had no hope. Uh, no, look, I think I did admit to you at some point over the weekend that even if he didn't win from where he was, probably you were on the right side of the fence there. Um, but the reality is what was scaring me for Jordan was exactly what happened. You know, he had he has a bulky driver at the moment. He has, a, a you know, a bogey or a double bogey in him at any sort of given moment. Um, and that turned out to be the reality. I mean, what a ride. I mean, the odds were just roller-coastering as yeah. he went down that, down that final stretch. And, I mean, it is definitely the full Jordan Spieth experience when he's in contention these days. And the full Jordan Spieth experience might not be a bad thing to have in match play where the big mistakes don't hurt as much and uh, the big birdies and eagles uh, can help you a whole lot to win a match against one other player. So let's get right into it this week's match play. And Benny, we 
talk before the pod real quickly about whether we, you know, do we want to do it group one and then group 16 and then group eight and group nine because they'll play each other. Guys, you guys know how brackets work. We're going to go group one, group two, group three. You know who's going to play each other. We're going to get to all of them. Don't worry about it, but we'll give you our favorite plays from each group and then get into our final four and our championship winners for this week. So let's start right there at group one, Benny. And uh, this is indeed the Scotty Scheffler group, as we're going to know it, because Scotty Scheffler, uh, certainly the number one seed in the entire thing. It's a shame for... Tom Kim, Alex Noren, and Davis Riley, who under other circumstances, I don't mind any of those three players. I could see all of them advancing in different scenarios, but really tough to pick against the number one player in the world right now, especially (laughs) where he's defending a title. Yeah, look, obviously, you know, we've talked about him numerous times in the last few weeks. He's the defending champ there. He played well before he was a champ there. He's obviously got college ties and home ties and everything else going all good vibes there, which make it basically impossible to to go against him with any confidence whatsoever. Uh, with that being said, I do think if he can get through the first two days before Friday with some victories, Tom Kim could surprise Scotty Scheffler on that Friday match. Um, I am going to stick with Scheffler, but I can see Kim being way more jazzed up to get past him potentially uh, if he gets himself to that point. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. He's gonna have, they're gonna have to make some putts. Um, that's what it comes down to. And right now, Scheffler's been making the important ones. Um, when someone comes at him, he's been missing the ones that didn't don't seem to matter because he's so far ahead on his approach game that he can miss some and then make the ones when he needs to and still win. Yeah, it's certainly not the easiest road for Scotty Scheffler. Uh, you know, there's some other players who are top seeds in their groups that I think have much easier roads to the Sweet 16 and the weekend than Scotty Scheffler does. So. Um, you know, he'll have to battle his way if he wants to get through that group. Group two, John Rahm, Billy Horschel, Keith Mitchell, Ricky Fowler. I've got three different groups, Benny. I, I don't know if there's one group of death. I, I've got three groups of deaths, so it may be. Uh, yep. And group two is one of them. I, I think this is a really, really good group. We've got Rahm, who's won three times this year. Billy Horschel hasn't played his best golf, but always plays well at the match play. Keith Mitchell, who I think is... Um, you know, ready to kick some serious butt out there and he's started doing so. And then Ricky Fowler enjoying a resurgence. Who are you going with? Yeah, I I, I do think you're right in terms of group of death. I mean, this one, John Rahm was not given any favors here at all. No. Um, now, look, Ricky's been in great form. Could he surprise John on the first day? Absolutely. It's 18 holes. He can, he can beat him. And then that's a cat amongst the pigeons. Horschel's been a great player at Austin before. Um, obviously winning, getting all the way through on other, getting close to that on other occasions. Unfortunately for him, he just hasn't got his absolute, absolute A game this year. So it's hard to sort of ride him, if you will, even in that group and, and your man Mitchell at any time, at any time. In fact, I, he's the type of guy that will have the chip on his shoulder. Like I'm better than these guys. I'm going to prove it. So yeah. that makes it tough, but I'm going to stick solid with Ram and say that he can come out of that group. I think he'll, um, be a little bit miffed of how it went down to the players, how he was um, booted early with his illness. So I'm expecting him to to have some fire in his belly. What about so, you? First things first. I wish Ricky Fowler was in one of eight or ten other groups because yeah. I wanted him to advance into the weekend. I wanted to pick him, and I just couldn't pick him out of this group. Second thing, and I know we all like Rom. 
Rom has three times advanced past the group stage in this event. On those three occasions, he's lost to Dustin Johnson in the final back in 2018. He lost to Scotty Scheffler a few years ago, and he lost to Brooks Kepka in extra holes last year. Yeah. What does it take to beat John Rom? Well, essentially, you've got to out-Rom Rom. You've got to be the <laughs> yes. big, brawny, confident, cocky dude who goes out there with a little attitude, a little ego, and beats him at his own game. I know I talk up Keith Mitchell all the time. Yes, on this there it that's is. Exactly. Keith Mitchell's game. He can go out there and basically play the same game against Rom. I'm taking my guy. I would feel awful if I was picking Keith Mitchell on the podcast every week he was playing and didn't take him at the match play to get out of this group. And so I don't have him going too far, but I do have Mitchell getting through group two, group three, Rory McIlroy, Keegan Bradley, Danny McCarthy, Scott Stallings as one Twitter replier said to me earlier today, Benny, uh, Rory should show up for the match against Keegan 10 minutes beforehand, just for old time's sake, just like yes. he did the Ryder Cup. That, it worked for Rory that time. Uh, I'm going to go with Rory, who I think has a little something to prove, if not to the rest of us, at least to himself, going into the year's first major, the Masters, which has always been the elusive major he hasn't been able to win. I think Rory at least gives us enough of a look that we start thinking hey maybe this is the year that he wins that green jacket i i get that he didn't play well at the players i think this is a different animal this week yeah i agree i think the fact that he gets to go head to head against guys will will mean that um rory 2.0 or 3.0 or 5.0 whatever you call it it will turn up i expect that um you know, he'll play the course and the player and and with all due respect to those against him he's clearly the best player in that group. Uh, I'd be interested to see if Denny McCarthy goes um, balls to the wall, if you will, against him when he gets a go, because the guy can obviously make putts. And if he gets on a bit of an early roll, will it rattle Rory into any sort of um, scenario? And then, of course, if we do get down to Keegan and uh, Rory on that final day, how much does Keegan want to, you know, push his case for the Ryder Cup. How much does he want to prove that he can be the guy? Um, that will be, I can just, I can sense a very edgy Keegan Bradley in that match. If it's for the, if it's to get out of the group, uh, I still think Rory gets through that. An excellent point, Benny. I, I completely agree with you there. And I hadn't thought about it ahead of time. Group four, Patrick Cantley, Brian Harmon, KH Lee, Nick Taylor. Very interesting, intriguing group here. I, I'm not sure that, it's one of the strongest ones, though. No, mate. I, I, look, uh, Cantlay is not a player I tend to go to in these events, and I'm yeah. literally putting him through by default here. It is. <laughs> I mean, we talked about Ram getting a hard run. Um, I feel like Cantlay is possibly being given an easier run, although, in, as we've always said, anyone can beat anyone on any given day. Um, you know, Nick Taylor, KC, Brian Harmon has not been playing well of late-ish. You know, no. he's been up and down, whatever. So it's just... It's like, I, I, I'm i not even confident saying Cantlay's going through easy. You know what I mean? It's just the, these guys aren't in that sort of um, great form. So here's my tip. Whoever does come out of that group, I think they're not going much further. Yeah, well, I do agree with that. Cantlay's made four starts here. He's never made it past the group stage into the weekend. I know he's playing great. I love him for the Masters in, in some respect. He'll be near the top of the board. But I'm not taking him here. Brian Harmon, you're right, hasn't played great lately. It's between KH Lee and Nick Taylor for me. KH Lee had a really nice final round at the Valspar, but 
I'm going with the guy who's got the hot hand. Nick Taylor was runner up in Phoenix. He was top 10 this past week in Tampa. I agree. He's not a guy that I'll be looking to advance much past the uh, initial stage, but I can see Nick Taylor as one of the very few D pool players who uh, moves on to the weekend. All right. Group five, Max Homa, Hideki Matsuyama, Kevin Kisner, Justin Suh. This is the second of my three group of death pools that I think is out there. I think this is a really good one. Yeah, I, I love it. I wish Kiz was in better form, um, but he, he's come to this event and done great without being in good form. I think he's only got four losses at Austin since in the last five years or something. You know, obviously he's been really good, former winner. Um, uh, Hideki, not my favorite in match play. <laughs> and, uh, he and Adam Scott are that typical great ball striker, but then hit it to six feet. The guy makes a 20-footer for birdie and then they miss the six-footer. Um, so I'm never really confident with Hideki. So uh, that's tough. Justin Sutt, he could easily win this group despite mm. the, despite what's going on there. He's been in great form of late, as we know, a couple of top tens. Ball striking has been pretty decent. He's going to need to make putts. The guy, though, that should make them and should win is Max Homer. I'm going to stick with Max, even though he hasn't been at his best since coming out of California. Although, you know, a little backdoor action at the, uh, the players was not bad. Five for five going chalk plays so far, Benny? I literally am. This is why I didn't want to run one through 16 the way we're doing this. because <laughs> all How of very PGA Tour so of you to go with all the... Oh, my goodness. But look, it doesn't stay groups. that way. I promise the, I promise okay. the punters out there. In fact, okay. oh, wait, we've got another one coming. <laughs> and right, then, we'll we'll, then we'll get into it. Underdogs. Okay. We'll uh, I, I make fun because I, I'm there with you on this one. Uh, Max Holm is doing everything really well right now. I'm looking at Hideki's finish with the players saying, mm, maybe, but yeah. I feel like I've fallen for the Hideki head fake too often in the yeah. last couple of years. Every time Hideki shows us something, it's like three card Monty. He shows us something. I'm like, there it is. And he pulls it away and turns over his hat. And you're like, oh, nope, nothing there. So I'm staying away from Hideki and uh, kids are just, the game's not there. Justin saw it's based on the numbers look kind of, lethargic last week playing his sixth straight week uh at this one i i just think the guy's got to be wiped out at some point even though he's a young player so i'm going with home i'm going with the chalk in group five group six we've got a really fun group xander shoffley tom hoagie Aaron wise and cam davis benny i look at three players with massive offensive firepower in shoffley wise and davis can all make birdies and bunches and so give me Tom Hoagie, who all he does is going to ball strike you to death, just knock lasers to four feet all day. Look, I don't know much about match play, but it feels like if you hit your approach shots to four feet every single time, you're probably going to win some holes and win some matches. I don't know. That's just me. Call me crazy. Yeah, look, you're 100% right. It's three three types versus one type, and you've got to make your choice, right? Like this, again, we've made fun of me there for going chalk. I am going to lean chalk again with Xander here. <laughs> But with zero confidence, honestly, this group. Because my man Cam Davis, he could be mm-hmm. beaten nine and eight in that first match, or he could win it five and you know, six and five. He's got that much ability. Um, if he turns up and actually fires at pins and, and gets the ball off the tee and decides to believe in himself this week. Um, you know, wise again, which wise is turning up? If if the best Aaron Wise turns up, he could be brilliant as well. So it, it's a tough group to pick. 
when it comes to that, I'm leaning chalk. Don't worry, I'm going to get away from the chalk shortly. Um, but Shuffalo for me, because of the bulldog spirit I've seen in him at match play, I think we've, I've told this story many times, but what I saw from him in Melbourne at the President's Cup when he saw a, weak, a small opening to take down Adam Scott in front of his home crowd and literally say to his caddy, it hammer down now, like we're going to cut, cut his throat right now. That was something I'll never forget. And I think if he can bring that up, uh, you know, it'd be tough to beat. First of all, I thought this might be a Cam Davis play for you. Uh, secondly, <laughs> Xander Shoffley, much like his buddy Patrick Cantley, and two weeks ago, we talked about these two players each going into the Players' Championship, having missed the cut at that event in each of their last three tries. Just like his buddy Cantley, he has never advanced past the group yeah. stage in four Bizarre. previous tries at Austin Country Club. So just throwing it out there when it comes to Xander. Well, that that first match is pivotal for him. It's first yeah. match is pivotal. He's got to yeah. he's got to beat Cam Davis, obviously. But if he not even in the, if he's if he doesn't bring his A game, he'll be beat. So he's gonna have to be ready to go. In a group seven, and it, it feels like there's a lot of haves and have nots in these groups. That might have been a have group in group six. Group seven, you can find a little reason not to like any of these players: Will Zalatoris, Ryan Fox, Harris English, Andrew Putnam. Where are you going here? The Fox. Mm. I'm away from the chalk. I'm going Ryan Fox, the Kiwi. Um, look, I think he'll have a just a point to prove to himself, you know, and, and to those around. He's one of these guys that plays predominantly on the DP World Tour um, and gets to come over here every so often and feels like he's undervalued. He probably really should have been on the International President's Cup team last year. Um, out of mind, out of sight a little bit, didn't get there in the end. Uh, but he knows how to win. And, he and I, you know, he's coming up against Zalatoris, who... I don't think he's back to, you know, 100% yet. I don't think he's also a great one-on-one -on -one match player, to be honest. I think he, again, could be the guy that... I'm certainly not giving him any three-foot putts, that's for sure. I'm not giving Will any two-foot putts, probably. I'm making him putt it all out. Uh, and I think Foxy can can surprise there. And, uh, you know, Harris English, Andrew Putnam on their day, of course, but Fox for me. I can't believe it, but I am on the same exact page as you, <laughs> Benny. Uh, look, I, I think... Fox is the guy, Fox is the best player that most of your quote-unquote know-it-all golfing buddies who yeah. think they know everything about professional golf, he's probably the best player they know nothing about, even if they think they do know something about him. He's a big yeah. guy, Kiwi, hits it a long way, 14th at the API, 27th at the Players' Championship. There's question marks around each of the other three, Zalatoris, English, and Putnam, and so... I'm going to go with Fox, who's never played this event, but, you know, he's chomping at the bit to not only prove to everybody what he can do here, but maybe, like you said, didn't make the President's Cup team last year, maybe prove to Trevor Immelman and company what yep. he could have done had he been on the team at Quail Hollow last year. Group 8, Victor Hovland, Chris Kirk, Siwoo Kim, Matt Kuchar. We've got a couple of guys who have peaked already this year, Siwoo winning the Sony Open, Chris Kirk winning the Honda Classic, Matt Kuchar enjoying a mini resurgence. I won't put him on the same level as a Jason Day or a Ricky Fowler, but coming back a little bit, he's a past champion of this one. But uh, to me, it's Victor Hovland. Uh, he has not peaked yet, and the ball striking stats are terrific, and the weakness around the greens isn't nearly as much of a weakness as it was a year ago, Benny. That's true, but I'm going to go for the upset here. As much as it pains me, but I've just watched it happen too many times there in Austin. Matt Kuchar is coming out of this group. Ooh. Matt Kuchar is playing well enough to be annoying. Um, and I think Hovland 
may start slow and he's playing him first. If he does that and Kuch is as nice as he is on the outside, he's a mongrel when it comes to these things and he's not going to give, he is not going to give Hovland a sniff of a putt. He's going to make him putt everything out. He's going to make him, you know, put the pressure on him, ratchet up the pressure. He's going to do all the little veteran moves that these guys know after being around many teams and many situations and I think it could be the one guy, one of these guys that could get under Hovland's skin, which is hard to do. He's smiling all the time. He's having a great yeah. time. But Kuch is just that one guy that worries me. And it's that first match. I feel like Hov could be upset. And then from there, I think that Kuch could just be sneaky good and get through that group. Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like that's a new nickname waiting to be given. You called Matt Kuchar a mongrel. Yeah. About Kuch, the mongrel trying to round for scraps at yeah. Austin Country Club this week. I, I do like that. All right. Uh, group nine, I have a feeling you and I might have the same player coming out of this group. Colin Morikawa, Jason Day, Adam Svensson, Victor Perez. Without telling you who I have here, Benny, do we have the same player? Yes, absolutely. There's no shadow of a doubt. I think he got absolutely kissed with this group mm. um jason day is a two-time winner of this event including there at the country club he's trending ever so greatly up 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 he now has the shackles off that he's will be in the masters even though it's not official yet he won't fall out of the top 50 in the world this week um and, and with that being said i feel like he can concentrate on what he is brilliant at one-on-one -on -one, take the guy down he knows all the tricks he 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 was the one that rankled everyone when he first came out in this format. Um, you know, could have won it three or four times, to be honest. Um, in the old days when it was knockout scenario, uh, you know, loves the fight. will walk out in front of someone on a tee box. will you know, not give a putt, give a putt. He's got it all up his sleeve. He loves the fight, um, I think. And, you know, the guy that's the number one seed in that group or the nine seed, if you will, like Morikawa, he's just, again, I don't trust the putter under the gun. 
don't trust the chipping under the gun. Um, Jason, though, has to get through Svensson on day one. Again, Jace yeah. can be a slow starter in this uh, group stage scenario. He liked it better when he knew he had to win and it was like, you know, gun to the head type scenario. He has to bring that mentality that very first match and then he'll be sweet. Svensson's been very good. I, I wouldn't yeah. have minded Victor Perez as a dark horse in a, another group. He he played really well here two years ago. But uh, yeah, I'm with you on Jason Day. I think that when you're coming back from whatever he's coming back from, from just not playing great golf over the last couple of years, and you're trying to win for the first time in five years, it's been, uh, I think, fourteen or four years and 11 months since his last victory. Uh, look, it, it's just a numbers game. It's going to be easier to beat one player at a time rather than trying to beat 150 other players in a full field. And so uh, I've got Jason Day going very, very far this week, perhaps not as far as you do. I, I don't know how far you have him going, Benny. We'll we'll find that out very shortly, but I do have Jason Day moving on from group nine. Group 10, Tony Finau, Kurt Kitayama, Adrian Moronk, and Christian Bezadenhut. I like the D player in this group, Bezadenhut, but I'm going Tony Finau. I know that he's struggled to make it out of the group stage in recent years, but Benny, I, I did not realize just how good Finau has been this year because he hasn't really seriously contended for any titles, but he's been playing at a very consistently high level for a long time now. I, I Look, I, I don't know that it's coming this week, and I hope it's not. Quite frankly, I hope this is just the precursor to something big in two weeks, which I think it very well could be because I like Tony a lot at Augusta National, but I think big things are brewing for Tony. Look, he showed us last year that he knows how to win. He won three times between July and November. Now he's showing us that he can play consistently high-level golf without really falling off at all. He's finished, I believe, in the top 25 in every single start since November. And so uh, I take all those things and I, I think the sky's the limit for Tony Finau as we get into the meaty part of the season. And I like him to start it out this week. Yeah. Look, I wanted to find a reason to pick uh, Moronk, <laughs> you know, like the Aussie open winner and whatever else. And you're right about Seabez can make putts. So if he just keeps it on the map, he could, he could be a surprise packet, but yeah, in the end, the numbers and the new Tony Finau were too much. For me as well, I'm going to stick with Tony Finau there. Kitty Armour obviously just won at API. He will also expect, he will have high expectations of himself that he can take down this group. Um, it's definitely one where whoever comes out of it, you can go, oh yeah, I could see that. But I'm going to stick with the chalk to start Tony Finau. All right, getting a group 11 now. Matt Fitzpatrick, Sahith Thigala, Minwoo Lee, JJ Spawn. One of my favorite Day one matchups is yeah. between the group B and group C players in this one. And I think maybe it could determine the winner of this group. I love Thigala. I really like Minwoo Lee. I expect him to be a very popular momentum play coming off a title contention of the players a few weeks ago, but I'm sticking with my guy Thigala and I've got him going a long way in this thing. Uh, just very well-rounded. and He's been very, very good recently. Mate, you will not believe this, but I also believe the winner of that first day match between Thigala and Minwoo Lee will win this group. And I have lent to Thigala. I have given him the edge over Minwoo Lee. Um, 
and I hope Minwoo hears this because last time I wrote him off was at the players after the first round and said he wouldn't finish in the top 10 and he almost, you know, <laughs> and he had a real, real crack that week. Um, so I know that he'll be wanting to win and he'll want to be proving that, hey, I am, you know, just because I'm, again, playing on the DP World Tour more often than I am over here, I am a young gun as well. I am as good as this young stud, Thigala. Um, and the reality is, look, I just don't think Fitz is also the the, the great match player um, that some of these other guys can be. Um, whether or not the course fits him, I don't know. I just, he's not given me enough confidence in this format, Fitzpatrick, to to go against the young, vibrant, and hungry Thigala. I'm not sure that Matt Fitzpatrick is fully healthy right now. I'm not convinced that he is firing on all cylinders and 100% moving forward. And so, um, yeah, he is a, he's a fade for me until uh, he gives us reason not to fade him. Moving forward, we look at group 13, Sam Burns, Seamus Power. Oh. I miss your man, 12. Oh, Oh, I can't count very well. I went from 11 to 13. <laughs> My bad, folks. Let's go to group 12. Jordan Spieth, Shane Lowry, Taylor Montgomery, Mackenzie Hughes. This is my third group of death yeah. uh, that I see out there. A third of three. I, I won't go too far in naming too many of them, but it's like a PGA Tour executive, Benny. One of your folks said, hey, what if we took four guys who have a great touch around the greens and brilliant putting strokes, just put them all in the same group together? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like it's basically going to come down to who doesn't hit it off the map, off the tee, you know, like, especially in the front nine there at Austin country club, like Jordan's going to have to start playing smart there. He's, you know, if he's going to put his driver into the canyons, he's going to lose matches. He should mm -hmm. be able to come out of this group. If you can get down to the back nine, where there's a bit more room, you'll be okay. Um, but yeah, he's going to have to play real smart at the start of his matches. I do have him going through, but with very, little confidence as i said i faded him last week i think there's too many ups and downs uh that in saying that that is what could get him through the fact that i mean the bogey he made after hitting in the water on 16 uh yesterday ridiculous uh you know the the, yeah. the putts he made on top of someone else making a putt when he needed to it on occasion means you can't write him out write him off he'll obviously want to play well in front of the home fans as he has before so um i'll stick with him but with not huge confidence Okay, you faded Jordan last week. I had him this week. I'm fading Jordan and instead going with Taylor Montgomery. Ooh, I love group it. Group 12. Look, this is a guy that grew up in Vegas. He's played a ton of money games over the years. And mm. so I just like the fact that this guy is going to be locked in and ready to go. Also a great putter, as we've seen so far in his rookie season. This is not a guy who just plays practice range golf and then goes out and plays stroke play events. He's played a ton of match play in his life he needs um, to win some money back after the players <laughs> yeah that's very true we lost some there group 13 sam burns seamus power adam scott adam hadwin i don't like a whole lot about this group quite honestly um there are other players that i'd like to see in here to pick them to to get out of this one but sam burns showed some form at the valspar where he usually wins finished in sixth place he's my chalky play there yeah i'm not going chalk i'm going power but I'm going power because he can putt. That's it. Mm -hmm. He needs to keep it on the map. His approach stats are not good. 166th on tour. But I think he's up against guys who may miss putts when it counts, including my my man, Adam Scott and Adam Hadwin, who, you know, should be good in this format, but just miss too many putts when it matters. So I think that power can be a sneaky out of that group. 
Group 14, Tyrrell Hatton, Russell Henley, Lucas Herbert, Ben Griffin. Hatton has made it to the weekend three of the last five times he's played in this one. You might think he likes this golf course, but he called it a funky golf course last year. And a few times during the Q&A sessions post-round, uh, reporters said, hey, nice playing, Tyrrell. You won. And he goes, no, it wasn't good playing. I didn't play well. The other guy played better. I just happened to win. And so I, he's got the attitude going a little bit here. Usually when... When he doesn't like things that much, he usually doesn't play as well. I'm going to fade Hatton. Uh, what about you, Benny? I am not fading Tyrrell Hatton. I've been watching him play at this place a few times. I've been with him on those runs. I've watched his meltdowns. I've watched him absolutely tear this place apart with his head. But I honestly think he's almost trying to uh, reverse psychology, the, the, the scenarios. Um, I've got Tyrrell Hatton coming out of that group and going deep into this championship. All right. I'm I'm going Lucas Herbert. I don't like anything about it. He's not playing well right now, but he's a good putter. Maybe if the flat stick gets hot, that putter could work for him. Group 15, we're getting down to the end here. Cameron Young, Sepp Straka, Corey Connors, Davis Thompson. Benny, I'm going to tell you right now, I've got Cameron Young going a long way with new caddy Paul Tesori, formerly Webb Simpson's caddy, alongside for the ride this week. Uh, That new caddy bump. Could be work really well for Cameron Young this week. I like him a lot. It's funny. Uh, I love that move to Tesori, but I think it's going to take a week for that bump, and it's going to come at a very good time in a couple of weeks that we were talking okay. about as well. So I am not on Cam Young for this tournament. Uh, again, I think he's going to have to reel in his driver on that front nine and figure out how to play there um, before he comes out of this group. I'm going to go with the tried and tested and uh let's just say steady Corey connors to come out of that group okay third place of this event last year he won the consolation match over dustin johnson group 16 we made it guys sun jm tommy fleetwood jt poston mav mcneely what you got oof i'm going the four man mav mcneely come out of there and i'm doing it because he was an unlucky loser last year he was a guy that didn't lose and had to go to the one-hole playoff and got unlucky. Um, I think he's just coming back off his injury. He said he's yeah. near 100% now. I think he'll have a little chip on his shoulder from how that went down last year. Uh, and I think he can surprise. I think, again, I think Fleetwood might be a little bit um, gassed after the last few weeks of contending. And Sungjae is a favourite of mine, as you guys know. Um, I just don't know if he's going to have his head switched on for this week. He's going to be thinking about uh, Augusta. So... I'm going to go McNeely to sort of be the big uh, upset there. Yeah, for me, it was head was saying Sunjay, heart was saying Tommy. And in the end, I went with course history. And that's got Fleetwood, who's uh, who's made the weekend a handful of times over Sunjay, who's never done it. But I don't feel great about that one. But yeah, give me give me Tommy there. We could just ball strike everybody to death for a few days. All right, let's skip right ahead to our semifinals. We don't have to go through who's going to win each of the matches because we have such different matches going through everybody. But give me your final four and give me your winner, Benny. What you got? Okay, final four will be Jason Day playing Max Homer on one side mm-hmm. and John Rahm and Tyrrell Hatton on the other side. I do like those plays. Uh, I've got one of the four, um, but that does make a whole lot of sense. I'm, I'm going with some more youth. Than you are. I've got Jason Day against Sam Burns, and then in a battle of super sophomores, Cameron Young and Sahith Thigala in the other like one. It. Yeah, I like Sahith making a run. Um, I've got him essentially being beaten by Hatton in the in the game before 
yeah. in that scenario. And then, then I have actual, I have Tyrrell beating John Rahm in the semifinal to take mm. on Jason Day in the final with Jason Day to be your winner over Tyrrell Hatton. Uh, we're almost on the same exact play. I've got Jason Day <laughs> over Sam Burns, Cameron Young over Sahith Thigala, but Cameron Young is my winner this week. How confident oh, I, am I? I don't know. About as confident <laughs> as I ever am. I, there are a lot of good players. There's a lot of weird stuff that can happen. Yep. This is such a tough tournament. Uh, real quick, Benny, any any advice for the, the betters out there on how to bet this one? Is Just make sure you don't take guys who are going to face each other in the round of 16 is yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. Look, first of all, obviously study the bracket, make sure you can see the path for your player and who they may or may not face. Um, as I said, like Jason day has to get through Scheffler essentially to get to that spot. It's going to be a hard match if they both go through. Um, but you know, you have to, you have to sort of figure that out before you get on it. And, and then just remember that as chalky as you want to be, it, it it's usually half or less of the top seeds in each group that go through. Like it's on average six, seven, eight, I think it is, that make it through to that final 16. So pick, pick accordingly. Make sure you pick a few guys that are out of the box, so to speak. Otherwise, you're going to be potentially left on the cutter room floor. One last reminder, the Links and Locks podcast is proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer in New Jersey and Colorado. Bet $1 on any game. Get $200 for free. That'll wrap up all of our thoughts and picks and selections for this week's WGC Dell Technologies Match Play. Thanks to everybody out there for listening to this edition of the Links and Locks podcast. Remember, you can find this podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast every single week during the PGA Tour season. Download, subscribe, rate, and listen. For Ben Everill, I'm Jason Sobel. Good luck. With all your plays for this week's match play, here's hoping you hit the green. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.